Hi, I'm Jen. And I'm Ellie. And we're the founders of The Communications Works. Between us, we've got more than 50 years of experience in communications and PR. We're here to help you avoid some of the mistakes we've seen and the challenges we've experienced along our way. And we're here to give you the confidence to communicate better. Messages. Do they work for you? Messages are the thing that I always think are totally central to communication. It's what you say to the people you're trying to reach, your stakeholders, and they're a fundamental part of strategic communications. Jen, do you agree? I do. But do you know, so many organizations really struggle with this. And it's something that it is so fundamental, but I would say so many organizations get it wrong. Even sometimes some of the big organizations get it wrong as well. And this is what Jen and I have been talking about, because it totally baffles us that organizations who have what we consider very, very top class communications teams still seem to be getting it wrong. I just don't get it, really. Sometimes I'm amazed. And Jen and I will speak and say, have you seen the latest thing that has come out, the latest statement, the latest yeah. you know, message? We can't quite believe it. And we do even have a secret list of bad messaging. But, you know, Ellie, it's not even as well just around things that might be a crisis or something bad that happens. Even when it comes to proactive communications, organizations still get that wrong as well. And oftentimes they come across as too salesy or pushy or full of jargon rather than communicating to people in clear, simple, easy to understand language. And oftentimes this doesn't happen, does it? No. So I thought that Jen and I would play a little game today. And we, I have got some statements that have recently been released. Jen hasn't seen them at all yet. So I'm go, we're going to play a bit of a game of what Jen thinks about these statements. We're putting Jen on the spot here. But we thought it'd be quite good. Okay. <laughs> okay. I hope I pass because if not, that's going to damage my reputation. <laughs> she doesn't understand messages. Okay, let's see. Pressure's on. Let's go. It it will be fine. So what I want to do is share some recent examples from different statements that have been put out. Um, And as I said, Jen hasn't seen these before. And these are real statements. And they were put out by the UK Premier League football teams in response to the backlash over the proposed European Super League. Now, I must warn you that Jen and I aren't particularly into soccer or football. Yeah, I know nothing about it. (laughs) I mean, both of us, our partners are obsessed by soccer, but neither of us are. But I just thought this would be fun because it's very current. Okay, I'm in trouble at home. I'm in trouble at home with the husband if I don't get this right. Crazy football fan. But just a bit of background for those of you who are also in our camp and not that familiar with with soccer and don't follow it football on a day to day basis. Uh, in April 2021, uh, a new it was announced that a new football super league was going to be established, and these teams would compete uh, in a midweek. Uh, uh, league elite table and there were 12 teams involved now there was a huge backlash from the fans of these football teams and all the other footballing organizations such as FIFA and UEFA um, and over the subsequent days football teams decided to pull out of the um, out of the league under pressure from fans and even governments and it was really interesting to read the different statements that the, the football teams put out and to see the different messaging that they used. So I'm going to read some of these statements and I'm, we're, going to, we're going to talk about them with Jen 
um, because we thought okay. it'd be quite fun. And see, so, you know, I would think, I would think as well, Ali, that they would be quite good at this because football clubs have lots of money, so they should have pretty big PR machines behind them. So let's see. Let's hope that some of them did this well. Hit me. So the first one, the first one is from Arsenal. Um, and I'm sorry, I've just I've just pulled up the UK ones, no no other European ones. But the first ones, uh, the, the Arsenal put out quite a long statement. I'm not going to read all of it, but I'm going to read parts of it. The last few days have shown us yet again the depths of feelings our supporters around the world have for this great club and the game we love. We needed no reminding of this, but the response from supporters in recent days has given us time for further reflection and deep thought. It was never our intention to cause distress. However, when the invitation to join the Super League came, while knowing there were no guarantees, we did not want to be left behind to ensure or we protected Arsenal and its future. And so it goes on. Essentially, it says after this, as a result of listening to you and the wider football community over recent days, we are withdrawing from the proposed Super League. We made a mistake and we apologize for it. And there, it carries on a bit. And finally, it says, we have heard you and it's signed off by the Arsenal board. So, Jen, what do you think of that? I missed out a big chunk because it was very long and it would take up yeah. too much time. Yeah, not bad, actually. That's uh, that. That's my husband's favorite football team. So I, I, <laughs> I, I think not bad. Um, what I liked about it is they came across as human beings and identifying with their fans and showing that... The fans were really important to the future of the club and they they were concerned about the fans and heard the fans and had pulled out of the league because they they didn't want to be part of something that their fans didn't support or wasn't going to benefit their fans. Yeah, I, I quite liked that one. I thought it was really good. I thought it was showed, you know, as an apology, it showed caring, they included the fans. So I, li- I like that one. The next one is from Chelsea and this is their, you know, their official statement. As reported earlier this evening, Chelsea Football Club can confirm that it has begun the formal procedures for withdrawal from the group developing plans for a European Super League. Having joined the group late last week, we have now had time to consider the matter fully and have decided that our continued participation in these plans would not be in the interests of the club, our supporters or the wider football community. Oh, I'm yawning bit there that was a bit long a bit corporate and boring and possibly they got their lawyers involved in that one as well um not so great actually um they don't really have human language they're not really identifying with with their fans they're making it very corporate speak and I don't think that that's going to be so approachable to to their stakeholders in a way I thought it was really cold. I can't believe they did that. It was. I felt it was very a very cold worded statement. But it's just corporate. It seems to me, and um, we talk about this in PR and comms as well, right? That when the lawyers get involved, and I'm sorry, lawyers, because I have a lot of friends who are lawyers, but you know, the lawyers get involved sometimes, and they're very worried about protecting the business or the organisation. That sometimes. They're not thinking about the communications of that and how that's going to be received by people who get that message. So, yeah, not not so good, I would say. Okay, let's move on to the next one, which is a Liverpool statement. 
Um, Liverpool Football Club can confirm that our involvement in proposed plans to form a European Super League has been discontinued. In recent days, the club has received representations from various key stakeholders, both internally and externally, and we would like to thank them for their valuable contributions. <laughs> Ooh, it feels really chilly in here. That's uh, <laughs> that's that's quite a cold statement. And it's do you know what it reminds me of, Ellie? Is it reminds me of. Um, like a typical PR statement that you would see come out of a company in the 1980s. It's just very old school that it looks like somebody looked into a textbook and that's how you should write a statement and not very good at communicating or really relating to their stakeholders at all. No emotion in that. It's, it's quite incredible, isn't it? Just wait for the next one. So the next one is, I, I've got to say this with a straight face, okay? So this is uh, Manchester City. And so this is their statement. Manchester City Football Club can confirm that it has formally enacted the procedures to withdraw from the group developing plans for a European Super League. Could somebody get me a, yeah. Oh, no. How long is that? Like one sentence. <laughs> so somebody somebody didn't want to I, I think somebody didn't want to speak to the media on that one <laughs> just like oh we need to send out a statement okay um you know and formally enacted the procedures you know come on like talk in simple plain language here and you know th this as well is where you need to think about who are you speaking to who are you speaking to who has been upset about this who who do you need to have on side? And that's mainly the fans, right? And I think also the government. Um, I, I haven't really followed the story that much, but I have. I, I did see that there was a lot of hostile reactions from different governments around Europe. And so you also need to be speaking to the regulators because I think the regulators were going to come down quite hard on them. But that's just that's a bit cold. I mean, I... Even reading it, it was hard to read. Formally enacted, as you said, formally enacted the procedures to withdraw. That's that's complex language. I mean, that, the man on the street doesn't, you know, you have to think about that to really understand it. So we'll park that one. I'm going to read just, uh, I'll read just one more because there are lots of these um, for all over okay. Europe. But the um, Manchester United, so they, um, their response was this. Man Manchester United will not be participating in the European Super League. We have listened carefully to the reactions from our fans, the UK government and other key stakeholders. We remain committed to working with the others, sorry, we remain committed to work Working with others across the football community to come up with sustainable solutions to the long-term challenges facing the game. Huh? <laughs> oh my word! Oh, oh my word! You know these. Who are the PR people for these clubs? Like, did all of the clubs like find somebody on Upwork to go and write their statements for them? You know this. <laughs> paying them like $5 an hour, this is appalling. You know, I, and you would think that all of their communications teams would know better. The only thing that I would say is I think probably why it, it is the way that it is, is that they were probably influenced by the legal departments because there is probably concern that there's going to be repercussions for these actions. And so they've consulted the legal team and the legal team has waved their magic wand and written them the way that they are, which unfortunately I think 
uh, lawyers need to have some training on communications because with their involvements in media statements and things like this, it can cause more harm than good. Yeah, I don't like that. It always worries me when a statement includes the word stakeholders because I don't think most, you know, the average person really kind of gets what stakeholders are. We use the word all the time, but it's jargon in communications. It's our jargon. It's our industry jargon, right? And it's not something that you're going to be saying to the man on the street because you know and as as we say in messages as well is it's something it, it needs to be something that you know your grandmother would understand or a 12 year old child would understand it needs to be something which is going to be in simple and easy to understand language and none of those are except for the arsenal one that one wasn't bad quite long but it's still that you know that one out of this little game of who wrote the best statement i think it's really interesting to analyze uh, how people have responded in a crisis or a situation and i thought this was just quite fun to look at because uh, there's so much we can kind of take from it uh you know cut the corporate jargon um cut the words that are meaningless to the man on the street we have enacted i mean that was particularly bad but you know things words like stakeholders and i think you know just looking at these statements, it's really obvious the ones where there was a much more human, much more natural sounding statement, as opposed to the corporate cold jargon um, that, you know, people will look, you know, that they released. I do find it amazing that these clubs have huge communications teams. And, you know, Jen, as you've said, did the lawyers jump in on this or was it left to... Um, I guess <laughs> did they <laughs> nobody wanted to do it and they paid somebody five dollars an hour off of upwork <laughs> Just, <laughs> yeah i think they've been lawyered i think this is what it is is it's been lawyered and this is a challenge for people working in communications too when you have the when you have the pr expert talking to the lawyer and the lawyer's like no i'm preventing us from being sued and the comms person is like no i'm like presenting us in the court of public opinion and it's it's a tough call sometimes but i think that lawyers need to possibly have a better understanding of what's at stake for communications for organizations as well especially in this situation i think this has done some reputation damage here the lesson we can learn from this, uh, help your lawyers understand if you're if you're in an organization that has lawyers, what is required from communications, uh, um, you know, perhaps share this with them, share some examples of these. And keep your messages and your communications clear, simple and easy to understand. That's it for today. Tune in for more episodes. Trust us. It just works.